Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Florida ranks first in number of sportsmen and anglers with 3.15 million that spend 5.9 billion a year supporting over 94,000 jobs? Did you know that sportsmen and women contribute nearly 8 million to the economy every single day, adding more than 2.9 billion every year for conservation? Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Boy, my business really could use some signs and maybe even some business cards. Man, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed and 3D lettering signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help you. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot. Yeehaw! Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level three instructor for our youth and adult programs and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. <laughs> Are you okay over there? Eric <laughs> keeps turning my can't. mic on and freaking me out. <laughs> 35 years, I turned my own mic on. Every time I look down, the red light's on. I'm getting ready to go. <clears throat> ah, mic's on. Ah, I'm like freaking out. Good morning, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. How are you? <laughs> Brayden, Jonathan, and Vincenzo Nobella. It's Good morning, in the house Lord this help morning. us. This is going to be a fun show today. Oh, um, yeah. Bill George is down in Okachabe. He's down there trying to uh, fix the whole red tide dealio and the green algae bloom all by himself. I think he's <laughs> going down there with a bottle of Clorox and a rake, and he's going to fix it all in one day. So it'll all be good. Yep. Uh, Glenn, of course, with the amount of water that is now flowing and producing, some of that green algae, blue-green algae, is uh, out there trying to redirect the flows out there where uh, he's out doing his job. No, he's trying to keep people from uh, not having a front yard pool. <laughs> for, well, that's for, no fun. And for, yeah, well, yeah. The, uh, they, the unwanted kind, not the wanted kind. <laughs> the kind where your horses are standing in 10 inches of water going, this is really, this is what you want me to do. Stand out here in the water. Okay. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. You know, my feet really, this is not great. This is hoof rot. Yeah. You know. I'm going to get thrush. I'm going to get thrush. It's all in my feet. It's going to be crazy out here and it's going to be problems. Uh, so he's not in the house today, but uh, Vince decided to come in and grace us with his presence, uh, mainly because uh, he and I are going to, and Jonathan hasn't met this man yet, but uh Vince and I did at the uh, kickoff party for the St. Pete Open. Brad Sosak, he's uh, going to be a candidate running for uh, Congress. He's going to come in today. Poor guy. He's going to. I don't know what he's getting into. He's going to come in. Actually, he's a really nice guy uh, and a Navy veteran, uh, real relaxed, real kickback kind of guy. So uh, we just thought, you know, you should come in on the show so we get to know you a little bit better. Uh, We know his opponent quite well. So uh, we don't really need to talk to him because we really oh, know fanboy. We really know his. <laughs> we need to know his track How do you record. Really feel? Oh, well, dude! Don't, this week is not the week to ask me about political stuff, about the algae stuff, or anything else. Because let's so just, you know exactly what we're going to do. Exactly. That, 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 let's just say <laughs> that I have gone uh, going off has been like, yeah. But that makes good radio. I love when Jonathan gets hot on the air, dude. Oh, no, dude. you don't want you. You got to get him to a certain point because if you get him beyond that, he just shuts down. He because he does this. Well, you know, and and you know, 
And you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. So you got to get him uh, at least to the edge. Because if you get him over the edge, then he just like all of a sudden kicks back in the chair. It's like, well, I, you know what? This is just back up during the breaks. So it's, <laughs> it gets really bad. And, uh, some you of the know best, me so well. We have some about the, two and a half hours to make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best radio happens with the microphones off. Seriously. And uh, it's completely funny. But anyway, Brad has uh, graciously uh, accepted our invitation to come in on the st- in the studio and I would venture to guess that if you have some questions for the candidate, that uh, you'd be more than welcome to call in on the show and perhaps ask something uh, quite nice. So I'll be polite. You know, I mean, it's it's all good. You don't have to get crazy or mean or anything like that. But um, speaking of politics. Oh, here we go. Well, you know, Vince and I have had a running conversation over this whole uh Algae Bloom Delio and uh, Red Tide Delio and all that other stuff, and I just I just wanted to ask you, with all the information that I've given you and all the things that we've explained to you, has it changed your mind at all about how you were originally thinking when you were posting all that stuff about it's big sugar and going going well? Yes and no. Yes, for the most part, yes. The no part is, I mean. They're still. Give me the yes. Don't start with the. <laughs> Give me the positive. What did we the, actually? The, the positive help part you is you open my eyes up a little bit to the farms north of the lake. No, no. Hey, hey back up there. Where ninety eight percent of the flow comes from. That's what I was going to just get at. But you can't go with. Uh, that's the other big thing. Now that big sugar is being debunked, everybody's going. Where well, it's your farms? It's well, your it, cattle but farms. But it's not just the farms, though. It's it's the residents too. It's everybody that fertilizes hey. their yard. You know what? You know, when you asked me, you said, what's the solution? And I said, get 8.7 million people to move out of the state of Florida. Yeah. That is your only solution, pretty much, for the time being. But I thought what was pointed out, and I actually heard a guy talking about it on the radio. I was like, hey, man, you, you know, got to step to stealing my topics. Uh, the very fact that what a lot of people don't understand is that blue-green algae is totally different than Red, Red tide. Oh yeah. Well, I, I mean, that. and and none the two shall meet because what hmm. is the one main factor that kills red tide? Fresh water. Yeah. Fresh water. So the water that's flowing but, out that everybody's complaining about is not exacerbating the red. The tide red tide is going to happen. It's been happening for the beginning of time. It's just an algae bloom out in the Gulf. No. It's well, but the Canadian thing about the fault. tide that's coming out of Okeechobee is it's the freshwater version of red tide. Yes. Right. right. And that's you know. That's it's it's still part. toxic. I will give you that. It's still toxic. It's still nasty and all that other stuff. But uh, I just wanted to get you and see how where you were, what page you're on now. When it's mm. you, now you now you're not getting to wave the big sugar finger anymore, right? No. I mean, I, I, <clears throat> the the good part about you know what you guys do on the show and you educate people instead of telling people you're more of an educator. So that that, that, that helped you me. Know, out. You know the one thing I love hearing you say this. Why I'm not going to go off like I have been going off all week is because you have a brain that you actually use. <laughs> that's, that, in the morning. that's the problem. Well, that's when I say I've been aggravated this whole week is good. For Mike Anderson, good friend, right? Mike posted on his Facebook page about the whole deal of FAU, an accredited university figuring out that the septic systems that are running in that part of the country are the major problem for the algae bloom. And what's the first thing you see is 30 comments and sponsored today by Big Sugar and Mosaic. Well, no joke, jackass. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's well, like. It, it's always reverse. Sorry, Glenn. I'm starting off the day with a good way. So, Well, you know what it is, is you got to go with the easy target first. Yeah. Which well, is Big Sugar and all that stuff. Well, now they find out that they're really not the big bad culprit. In the leakage part of it. Now, granted, they do have high and dry land, which does redirect the flow and all yeah. that stuff. But they're not adding anything more to that water that runs off there that than is being pumped out of Okeechobee and everywhere else. Seriously. Yeah. So they're not completely to blame, but they like to point the finger. The other thing is, is that uh, so then they start going up the river. Well, then it's the big farms. It's all the big farms and it's their fault yeah. and agriculture and everything else, which... Let's point again, uh, Adam Putman, you know, agriculture director, it's <laughs> yeah. all him. Because yeah. remember, it was Big Sugar and right. the governor, Rick Scott, first. Now it's 
agriculture and Adam Putman. So when we pull back the onion layers, we find out what the real reason why they're pointing fingers at everybody. It's an election year. Mm-hmm. It's midterm elections. It's all that stuff. Everything being exacerbated in the fact that they want to blow it out of proportion. And that's the thing. When I asked you the other day when we were sitting at the house, who do you believe? There's so much propaganda out there. And who who's telling the truth on what and how do you find that right truth? That's You'll what find, I want to know. You have to make that own your own decision on that. And you have to look at it. Go but down you, there. And if you backtrack yeah. all the way back to where the water begins... The, Dude, that's that's the argument that I've had. You won't see the finger pointed at, at Disney World and it, some Democratic guy. Uh, running, every cruise line that dumps God knows what out. And every, every yeah, I mean, true. let's let's freighter that you know out at the. There's a zone where they're allowed to dump their ballots, but not within the zone kind yeah. of thing. Uh, you know, originally, uh, a lot of experts say that's originally where the red tide came from. Here mm-hmm. was that a Canadian ship brought it down here when it blew ballast. Blah blah blah. It, you know. Hey, and it's going to be there until we get cold fronts, hurricanes, well, less rain. And that'll solve the 90% of the problem. We get a hurricane to come right through. Well, we'll and here's my thing, as I told this to somebody the other day. You sit there and you watch a TV show like Tanked. Right. They build huge, ginormous saltwater tanks that the fish have to go to the bathroom in and do everything else. But yet, some way, shape, or form, that tank stays pristine clear the water's perfect um am i missing i mean there's a guy that comes to my house every monday and keeps my pool clean am i missing something here for the fact of you know we got plenty of uh people that work for fwc that work for florida wastewater management i mean you know you get where i'm going with this whole comment um you know, let's run down to the pinch penny and get some uh, chemical going here, and let's take care of the problem. <laughs> Chlorine, I told you, Bill George is going down with a rake and a bottle of Clorox, and it'll all be fixed. And that's the one thing I would like to hear some of these companies say. Well, what, can are, we, what can we do to help fix the problem? There are universities that are working, believe it or not, on an antidote yeah. for red tide. And that's and, great. And, well, of course, and that's Big Sugar Mosaic should be sponsoring it. Well, they, but they probably are. They probably are. If they donated this to the is, college. This is what I like. This is what I've been telling everybody. Every week. When I say go down there, my family's business. We worked. I've been in the Cluiston sugar mill. I mean, I've seen it, and it's like I try to tell people. They blame the power companies. You know, Martin County. If you ever go see the lock that's behind that power plant, you would hope that those people would take over the management of the estuaries of the state because you drive down that. I mean, people catching. <laughs> You know, specs that are this long. Same I mean, in mosaic pits. I mean, right. and that's, you know, and like Braden made the comment about mosaic. Of course, I say stream song. And of course, everybody's like, well, yeah, well, that's a resort. So, of course, they're going to have. No, we, I had a friend that his dad did a lot of that stuff for mosaic in the reclaiming stuff. And one of our jobs was basically to be gophers for the contractors that were out there and to see how intricate they worked on everything i and mean put they, nothing but native species plants back and to in see the pictures of before I'm like before they even because everybody always says well yeah but these might these are pictures when they might that's what my biggest thing is with the environmentalists they show these pictures of stagnant brown water and grass and everything but the problem there is is that was before it was ever even mined you know <laughs> and then when they and then they and then they put you, they show you the after pictures and it's like oh, you know well you know I, I mean, if right, you right. missed uh you know a couple of week a week or so ago show when uh i was i was telling vince the other day i said that was the main reason why i was kind of poking fun at your your captain up there in louisiana because if you remember when the bp oil spill happened that was it that was the end of the gulf of mexico that was the end of the northern coast louisiana texas the fisheries right. it was all going to be destroyed and it'll be generations before there's fish coming back and that's why i was kind of being snarky with your captain six going, months there were I'm people going, catching fish i'm going your line there's no way you guys were catching any fish well, we no started fish there. He's like, yeah, i was up yeah. there we were catching oh, I know. crazy fish i know and you know what nature will find a way and but i know right. i know that it looks horrible and i know there's some dolphins dead and there's some manatees gone do you know they still eat manatees in costa rica yeah i know yeah uh but you know <laughs> These are the breaks. I mean, if, if you're going to live here and you're going to live in paradise and you're going to flush your toilet and you're going to drive your car and you're going to have all the rain run off of your roof, hey, th- these hey. are the things that are going to happen. Hold that did thought. you just join the Sierra Club? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, want the, I want that check back. 
All right, are we taking a break? Is that why you're yelling at me? I think oh, so, yeah. yeah. Hold that thought. We'll be right back. I'm changing the thought. Aaron, thank you so much for rescuing me. I was getting upset about the whole man. Jerk. All right, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Oh, Lord. Braden, Jonathan, and Vince in the studio. If you would like to join us by telephone, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. Stay with us, you guys. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa, the largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States, 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com In the 1960s, the G5 mark was used to brand the cattle and other livestock on the Glisson family ranch in the heartland of Florida. Now that family tradition has been passed on to mark quality at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. G5 Feed and Outdoors is more than a family-owned business with a passion for all things that happen in the big and wild outdoors. Behind every product, you'll find more than 20 years of great customer service and three generations of experience standing behind it. G5 Feed and Outdoors believes there's no... No substitute for quality outdoor gear and products that have been tested to perform and give you the confidence that will last. So G5 carries items they use themselves from trusted brands like Textron Arctic Cats, Yeti, Case Knives, Big Green Eggs, Costa, Shimano, and so much more. You really need to stop by and see all the great outdoor gear and products and the new stuff that arrives every day. It's all waiting for you at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. Located just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 9 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow them on Facebook for even more great deals. That's what it would do. So, uh, welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brayden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Vince Noble. The uh, We like to call him the Don of Indian Rock Speech, but <clears throat> apparently our listeners have revoted your new nickname uh, given to you by Bill George. <clears throat> I hate oh. to bring it up, but you are, I think, officially now known as Big Sugar. Big Sugar. Yeah. So you got I, I could roll with that. So I guess you got the same rep as uh, Suge Knight, you know, the guy who killed oh, Notorious uh, B.I.G. Yeah, no, I'll die with B.I.G. now. Come on. No, that was pure speculation. Suge had nothing to do with that. Suge had everything to do with it. <laughs> Are you kidding, man? Yo, man, Suge, you know, was with uh, Tupac. Tupac got whacked, you know, and then next thing you know, B.I.G. gets it out in the screen at Wilshire, man. So what up? You're too white to be doing that, bro. Stop. <laughs> What's, <he>? <laughs> What's the matter, Aaron? You freaked out that a guy my age and all that stuff? Actually, you can talk on the microphone. We're not afraid. We are not it's afraid. All right. I want to hear oh, what she's got to say. I do, too. You know Come what? on, girl. Bring we it. We want to hear what you have to say now that we're uh, doing it. We're going to stop the show until Aaron you talk. Is, uh, Aaron, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, look, we introduced Aaron. Uh, well, I like to call her Irish Aaron because she, the way she spells her name. Uh, if she had a Y in there, she'd be talking on that on the phone like this. I'm, you know, she'd be... <laughs> Hi, Aaron. How are you? Why? Oh, hey, you got to turn your mic up or, or turn it on and make it ready to go. And Put the right mic on. Action. And 
am I on? Yeah, yeah she is. This will be the lovely voice you hear God from bless now you, on, child. Uh, when you uh, call in on the show. And Erin uh, is a very sweet lady who's decided to ruin her life by coming in and producing our show. Oh, you know, I love it. I'm excited. So, so were you impressed by my my knowledge of uh, the, the the West Coast East Coast view? I had no idea I would get this on a Saturday morning. Oh, we, we're pretty much a broad based group very, of guys. Very we're wide. we're I love extremely it. broad based. As a matter of fact, I think on the old uh, replacement show that Vince and I used to do with uh, Justin years ago, I think we had the Biggie Smalls Tupac uh, argument many many times. Oh and, yeah, and we still some of us, not all of us, still believe that. Tupac might still be alive. Pac's alive in Cuba, man. He did. <laughs> no. That was my take on it. He's no. dead. He Sorry. Did. He's gone. He's out. He's done. He's over. So anyway, uh, thank you, Aaron, for uh, your uh, your input. I'm glad I could impress you so severely. That was like short-lived. She's like on and off, man. She's like, I ain't talking to you. She was over there laughing her butt off, man. I was like, I'm not, what? Why, why be here? I mean, I can't believe this guy on the go right there. Well, you know, you impressed another young millennial on what? The other day you were telling me at the pizza place. Uh, Yeah, well, I, I do that quite often. As a matter of fact, I went down to the new Capitol uh, Tacos this past week, and the guy was like going, well, yeah, man, uh, you know, I usually like this band and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I go, wait a minute, isn't Roger Tumman the front man of that? And he went, no way. How do you know that, man? How do you know that? How do you know that? I was like, dude, I spent too many years down at Channel Zero Club Detroit. Trust me. I worked the Impotent Sea Snakes, the Cro-Mags, you name it. I was there. Social Distortion, Matt Metallica. What the? <laughs> Those are bands, bro. Oh, dude, I was there for them all. So, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, the whole entire segment is leading up to this. Our Red Tide Report. That's why we did the whole <laughs> 10 minutes before the beginning. We go take the back road, make the big U.E., <laughs> and now we're yeah, we detour. Cut through the Kmart parking lot, and then come around the back by the dumpster, and we have now have arrived at the... <laughs> this is the detour out on 60 right now. The end of the week Red Tide Report. I know it's not... Funny for a lot of guys, especially guys who are out on the water trying to make a living. Yeah. But uh, as we knew it would, with that southerly wind and it's pushing offshore and then pushing north and then pushing offshore and pushing north, it was only a matter of time before, yes, 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 yeah, samples have been collected from Pinellas County and were very low to high concentrations in eight samples collected from Manatee County to uh, very low and high concentrations in 29 samples collected from Sarasota County, very low to high, and 13 samples collected from the uh, offshore of Charlotte County. Background of high concentrations in 40 samples collected offshore in Lee County and background of high concentrations in 12 samples uh, collected from Collier County. Uh, so uh, we continue to receive reports of fish kills in southwest Florida all over the uh, past week. Reports received from multiple locations in Manatee, Sarasota, Charlotte, Lee and Collier counties, and in one location in Charlotte County. And, of course, we all got to see the news this week where uh, I can't remember how many dead dolphin were there. Like uh, six. Six. And then there was a few manatees that didn't make it as well. Uh, so it's out there. And if you're new to the city and you're new to the state and all that kind of stuff like that, when we get a season like this where it's raining and it's on its original pattern and it hasn't done it for a while, we're at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock, you know, you know it's going to rain. You can set your watch. You know it's going to rain. You know it's going to last. Get for done about, what you want to get done by 2 o'clock. Yeah, it's going to deluge like crazy and then it's done and uh, it's moved on. And uh, when you get that, you get mm. a lot of water real quick, as I can tell by the flashers on the interstate going 35 miles an hour which is Dude, illegal that drives me crazy which is illegal yes it is illegal like driving slow in the far left lane so uh so next time you see that big gray truck with the headlights uh right in your rearview mirror yeah that's Braden. that's me <laughs> and going hey i got polaroid glasses on and i'm trying to go 75 please move please move over i'm yeah. not afraid of the rain so anyway, when you get that boom, bang, burst, a lot of rain at one time, and it flushes everything out and all that stuff, I noticed that our news reports don't start with this anymore. Remember this one? We got heavy rain today, so watch out. Those roads are going to be really slick because the oils are now coming off of the road. Forever, you know, they're you know the strips are you know starting to drain, and the roads are clearing of all the oil that's accumulated over the years uh, in the middle of the road. So be careful. Extra slick yeah. out there. A guy, a guy, I know we got into that conversation about all that. He was saying, 
I laughed and told him, I said, you watch, he watches racing. And that's what I said. You watch the times when they have rain at the track. And what do they say? All the rubber and all the oil, everything else Super gets slick. washed out of the track. Well, I always, and, I always equate that when it comes to our roadways and what gets drained off of just the streets alone, yeah. just off the pavement alone. If you watch any NASCAR race in the world, they'll tell you uh, after 500 miles, of course, they're going four times the speed of a regular car driving on the road True. for the most part. But, you know, when they get up into the marbles, where do all those marbles come from? Yeah. And those marbles come off of the tires, if you don't know. And so you think 100,000 cars a day going down 4th Street, 9th Street, Howard Franklin, blah, 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 all the way. You're so right. You don't think they're not leaving rubber on the road? Mm -hmm. uh, and what is rubber made out of? Uh, petroleum bio products. Biodegradable hemp, I don't remember. but uh, <laughs> Definitely not that. Oh, petroleum products, yes. And so when that's all sitting there, it's kind of like I always equate it to Wyoming. And I've said this on the show before. Everything is desiccated. Everything that's died in the past five years is, or urinated, defecate, whatever it's done out there has all been <sharp inhale> vacuum sealed. And as soon as they actually do get a rain, it is the worst smelling state on the entire planet. It's because like everyth everything is rehydrated at one time. And it's just the most horrific smell on the planet, literally. And it's all because of water. Well, I just got a message from Captain Jim Pollard from Big Daddy Sport Fishing. He's getting oh. ready for a charter today. He's out baiting, but right now he's at Fort DeSoto. No red tide to see at Fort DeSoto. So, so far, so good. At least no dead fish that he has seen so far. Correct. Well, and I said this to somebody this week. I look at the red tide, it, and maybe I'll be the biblical one for just a minute, but mm. it's like with deer, with EHD and all the stuff that broke out in places like Kansas and places like out west there's a lot of those places that they had the blue tongue hd and all that stuff like that and personally and like i said just from a spiritual side of things to me it's kind of god's way of sending a message of you're not managing things the way you should manage them we and should, we should message. All, and, and, you know, and you're right about that we should all manage what we own and what we got yeah and i, I you know to a certain point i mean banning plastic straws is really not going to save a manatee but I'm just saying that if you look at what you do, and I know that it's the Al Gore mentality of your carbon footprint, but we got to work. We got to go get jobs. We got to go do our stuff. We have to do our things. But, but we got to do it the right way, too. But I will tell you this, and I said this to uh, Vince right now. I said, he goes, well, we're all, you know, we all have our, our you know, we have, uh, you know, our blames. We all, you know, we all have to take a little bit of the blame for this. And I said, you know, you're absolutely right. But for some of us, uh, we get to take less blame than others because, there hasn't been one grain of fertilizer ever put on my lawn. Not one. Ever. Not one. Never out there. Yeah. Back this, and forth. I can tell you right now, if I lived in a neighborhood with an HOA, I would be all be over. Be I'd be like, what? <laughs> Which continued what? into our conversation. Correct. I said, you know what? HOAs that are demanding that you put a non-native grass growing on a lawn and uh, then fertilize the crud out of it just so that it survives or stays green. Because remember, even if it, <clears throat> if it turns brown, they can come in and they say, can give you a little ticket, rip it all out, put brand new saw down. And then what do you do? And you're washing the there you go, Morgan. Hey, hey, there you go, Morgan and Morgan. I want 10% of all the people you <laughs> HOAs you're suing now. <laughs> and, uh, and so... You know, everybody has their own uh, cross to bear, seriously, when it comes to the burden. And, you know, these poor people that are living out in the county and out in the country that are living, working on septic tanks and living on septic tanks, their ground is so saturated that they can't flush their own toilet. They can't do anything. They can't take showers. And so they got to wait till that dries out enough to where it, it goes, does its flow. And if you right. don't, then it's, hey, Gene, you're getting a truck. We got cesspools to suck. I mean, and, and where do they go dump that stuff at? The incinerary? Do they go take it to the garbage dump? Do no, they, they take it to the fertilized place, and I put it out on my food plots. There you go. There you go. It's a little morganite for you. Ugh. No, no, I don't know. See, I'm doing my part. <laughs> no, actually, it. it keeps the deer off of it long enough so the stuff grows up. That is true. It will keep them right. away. Uh, it's used as a deterrent, not as a fertilizer. But you, you, you get a good point, though. If everybody just did just a little bit more, it would help. I, I think it would. What else more can I do, Vince? Braden, you you are perfect. You can't do anything else more. 
Well, thank you for acknowledging that. Uh, <laughs> we need to get a break. That was your cue to do the oh, cue, man. That was your cue to be the. That, on that note, we're out of here. You can see Jonathan. He's holding his head. Never mind. <laughs> if there's a paramedic within the area of the, I think. Uh, Jonathan's no. getting ready to have a coronary. That vein in his head is starting to throb really, really hard. Nah. All right, we're going to take a <clears throat> break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Oh, you know what? We ought to have Brooksy all on the phone and see what he does and thinks he got there. He's running around. I want to talk to Captain Jim. Tell him to call us back. He's, t- he's busy baiting. He's trying I to get ready care. for the charter. If he had a Barracuda cast net, all he had to do is throw one and done. They Boy, got those he, he throws humpback and it's one and done. Yeah. And his humpbacks don't break. Yeah. Mm. And Tupac's still alive. <laughs> Whatever. All right. We'll be back. You're no drummer. Hey, I never you're, said no, I was. you're no there, Mario. There, there is one thing that I can say about this young lady. She picks good music. Erin, yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. Did you pick that for real, or did I tell you to play that? Oh, I did. No, I didn't. Did I? I like ZZ Top. <laughs> I want to hear some Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt? No, man. Nuge, the Nuge. Cat scratch fever instrumental. What are you going to do? Some karaoke yeah. in here? I'm telling you, you right now. Singing, bro. Hey, easy. I'm telling you right now. You want to get a guy that'll get you a conversation going about environmental issues and stuff like that. And here's the other fault. All you got to do is just <laughs> he will that. change your opinion and make you slap yourself because you had the opinion you had before. In the first place, yeah. How could you be thinking that way? He'd be great to have on the show. God, oh, he's can you cr- imagine? You know, last time we talked to uh, Ted Nugent, he literally called the show out of the blue on his own. He was down around Sarasota, Naples area, going out to do some hog hunting. and uh, Sit back and let him go. Was listening to the show and uh, heard the number and called in. Really? And we literally had to. Uh, you sit back grill and let him, him on, go. Grill him at first, we because uh, our producers like going. Um, Ted Nugent's on the phone. We're like, okay, wait, yeah, right, you know, you know, okay, yeah, you know right. what, you know. And first we thought it was like, okay, you know what, let him through. We'll we'll talk to him. We'll play but your game. We thought it was, you know, animal rights person or something like that. You know, trying to be a funny guy. <laughs> and he's like, "What's up, bro, brothers?" And I don't know, you know, he starts going off, and I was like, "We're looking at each other. We're going." Holy crap. It's really him. It really is. Uncle it's really Ted. him. <laughs> That's really Uncle Ted. We're like, is this really him? He's like, yeah. I go, what's your wife's name? Uh, you want to talk to her? <laughs> and he's like, uh, she's not here. You know, but I got my son down here with me. We're going to do a small gun. Anyway, so he caught, heard something political. Had to put in his two cents worth. I think we asked him one question and then sat back, turned off the microphones, and then the top of the hour. He had a whole, he had like four segments. And then took an hour break at the top of the hour. We're like, eh, uh, we'll be back with more Ted right after that. No, I got to go. We got to go. I just wanted to call and let you know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before I hang up the phone, though. (laughs) One more time. One more time. And he was gone. And I was like, no way. That's that's pretty cool. He was listening to our show and got so mad that he actually called. (laughs) in, In my radio career, I interviewed him one time, and that's exactly the same way it went. You asked him a question and and done just sit back relax and enjoy the ride you have to wait for him to <clears throat> allow you to ask him the question number two you just otherwise you'll be sitting there going but and uh, well can you I, <laughs> drives Brayton nuts obviously yeah you think <clears throat> by the way i wanted to remind our faithful listeners uh if you are listening to the radio i don't know which one it's on but you know what unbeknownst to some people i had to inform them this week that we're not just on 10 10 a.m people don't know that <laughs> Or at least a lot of people don't know. Uh, for those that listen out of the country, of course, you can pick us up on iTunes and Stitcher and blah, 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 and everything else that Bill George has put us up on. But um, we're also on 1010, 103.1 FM, 99.5 HD2. If you are <clears throat> got a big fancy truck like uh, Jonathan who can actually pick up those HD channels. I don't know what you're talking about. Because my 04 doesn't. That's what I get. And uh, 92.1 and, of course, worldwide at uh you know at the 1010 website you can just listen live and go all over the place so or big and wild outdoors big and wild outdoors <clears throat> we have a link there and of course our podcasts are there you can always download them and catch up on a there are so many people show. who come in and have told me about listening to the podcasts and just it make it makes me laugh sometimes because everybody i've got well it's like eddie you know with driving and stuff he's like a guy came in he goes 
you know, I listen to your podcast when I'm going up to the woods or doing so. He goes, I always usually get through like two shows. Had a guy come in the other day was saying the same thing to me. Goes to Alabama. He's like, he goes, I can get two shows up, two shows back, two shows up, (laughs) two shows back. And I'm like, he goes, he says, because I can't listen on, he works on Saturday morning. So he said, that's what Um, his thing is, is to listen to the podcast to catch up on everything. Well, I know that we used to have a, I think he's the same guy. And anytime we don't have the uh, podcast up, like, Hours after the show, or at least by Sunday night. Yeah, Bill night. George is getting blown up. Bill George is getting blown up because he listens for his commute in California, which is basically three hours. So he listens to the show while he's doing his commutation. Goes 15 the, miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could have bicycled it uh, 10 times by the time he did that. But um, I just find it very funny that so many people now rely on that <laughs> that medium. You know, and we were talking. You know, we were talking about the the cars with the runoff and everything else. Is it just me, or does it take ten times longer than it used to to get places? Boy, I, the one I can't think. Times of, more and you work here. in Plant City now, so you should know what I'm talking about. I can't get over the mystery uh, phantom, whatever it is, accident or some sort of weird uh, phenomenon that happens. Every day around 10 a.m. at uh, Macintosh, and then again at North Forbes. Between there and there and 39, all of a yeah. sudden, and then when you get to the other side, it's it's a vapor. It just just magically disappears. Yeah, but you know, for some reason there's a mirage. Brake lights on both sides. And everybody's going 25 miles an hour, and I'm like, "What is there?" Welcome a dead to US deer? 19 every day. I'm like, "Is there a dead deer in the road? What's going on here, man?" You get I, up there, it's like there's nothing. I joked nothing. with my wife the other day that. Every time now that I go to Bluntstown, Florida, and, you know, just ride through the country and not have to, like yesterday, was driving yesterday, getting on interstate, one of my biggest gripes, especially because I pull trailers a lot and do stuff like that, if you see somebody getting on and there's an open lane, get the heck over and let them them merge on. Don't be that guy or that girl and... That drives me nuts. And then to see the people who their car looks like they just came out of a crash derby <laughs> and they're driving it like they're, you know, cold trickle on Days of Thunder. I mean, but yet then they're going to be the first ones. If you like flip a blinker on the wrong time or something like that, they sit there and stare at you like, like it's your fault. You, you, you like, something wrong. Where did you learn how to drive? And I'm like, really? Yeah, Aaron. Stop it. <laughs> you notice he didn't go with the other trickle brother. So uh, anyway, just so everybody, um, Never mind. Vince doesn't get it because he doesn't know NASCAR. But, yeah. uh, I, I, don't, I, I honestly, you're right. I don't. Let me ask you, Mr. Fisherman guy, uh, kind of dealio with your new TV show, uh, Living the, the Water Life. Have you guys actually went out and done any targeted fishing like uh, for lionfish? Have you tried to figure that out yet? To see what the most effective way is, line. The, and have you have you done that yet? The, I'm asking we, because we've, uh, we've putzed around with it, but we haven't done a show on it per se. I mean, the only best way to get the lionfish is by spear. Well, I, I understand. It's very that. rare you're going to hook them. But I mean, you know, at first the the lionfish challenge was going like gangbusters. I mean, you know, it seemed right. like every uh, you know diving it, club it's and died out a lot. It, it really has, and I don't understand why. Is it because the numbers are going down? I don't think so. It doesn't think spawn like rabbits. The yeah, numbers, about to say, are, going numbers aren't going down. They're going up, if anything. But I, I they're got, about like Cody's. I got a I got a uh, report from the uh, from the FWC, and they were talking about the 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 amount of money that people have won so far. I mean, they're still trying to hype it up. The FBI, it's it's almost like people have gone like, well, now the FWC is involved; they'll handle it. You know, and then really, that's what is not the FWC going to do? They can't go down there and eradicate these no, species. No, and and I just thought it was pretty funny. It says, um, uh, let's see, it says there's still plenty of time to earn prizes and find an FWC tagged lionfish worth up to five thousand dollars. And the numbers update, and you would think that it'd be more than. I'm just, in my opinion, because I mean, the state of Florida is huge, and there's you know Ginormous. a billion and a half people. But uh, as of this week, which was a week ago. Um, 678 people were registered for the lionfish challenge, which seems extremely low. That's very low. 137 people have submitted lionfish, um, uh, 137 have submitted lionfish out of the 678. So that's 119 recreational diver people, whatever, and 18 commercial people who've done it. 
But now you got to give these people some kudos because of the 137 people who've submitted lionfish, the total amount of lionfish was 14,602. Seriously, that's a lot of time underwater. Here lies the problem with the other, you know, bazillion people that are in the state of Florida that don't do it. You know, it, it does cost money to get out there. Yes. You got fuel, air, you know, equipment. And a lot of these people don't have, one, A, the money or the time to do it. But there's no I mean, there's no real incentive either because people don't care. Well, there's if money involved in it that's now. That's if you, if you win a prize. Yeah, but there's 54. There's, yeah. there's 54 tagged lionfish that were removed, six in the Gulf, in the Atlantic only six in the Atlantic and 48 New, in the Gulf of Mexico. for you. People are lazy. No, they just discovered Megalodon, so he's going to take care of the problem. <laughs> yeah, right? You know, I will say this. They're saying that for the people who've, uh, for the tagged lionfish, our harvesters are doing great, but there's still tagged fish to be found in both the Atlantic and Gulf Coast. Uh, find your tagged lionfish worth up to $5,000 today at one of these three counties, uh, these counties, uh, Bay, Duval, Scambia, Franklin, Martin, Miami-Dade, Okaloosa, Palm Beach, Pinellas, St. John's, and Volusia. So there's still a lot of them out there. And the uh, let's see, the one county with the most tagged lionfish taken so far is Bay County with 28. Wow. Duval with three, Escambia with five, Franklin with five, Martin with one, Okaloosa with six, four from Pinellas, and two from Belushi County. Hey, don't get me wrong. I would like to see more people get involved with it. And just got another update from Captain Jim from Big Daddy. He's out of Egmont Key right now. Nothing. No Nothing signs. Yet. He goes, you know, a lot of his charters have been asking as well. And uh, everything's good so far. So he'll, he'll keep us updated. He'll let us know what's going on. You know, I will say this. We'll talk a little bit more about it when we get back. But, uh, you know, w- when it comes to all the dive clubs and stuff, I know the St. Pete Open does a really good, good job. That, that While they're down there, I know they're out there looking for the big, big, baddest fish. But they're also, you know, killing lionfish while they're out there. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. You guys stay with us. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, and Vince in the studio today. We're brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors. And, of course, Brandon Forward. Boy, my neighbors hated me for this song. Love this song. Grew up on a canal. Why? And, you know, if you if you sneeze in a canal, you know. Echoes from why, why can I picture some risky business stuff going on with him with, like, him running around brain? with the air, you know, the broom <laughs> and the socks. I grew, the socks. I grew up in Florida, man. And my parents, uh, you know, we didn't turn on the air conditioner. They had all the jealousy windows open. and That's uh, what they made those for. I didn't and, have AC until I think I was 17 years old. And, uh, and you walked uphill to school both ways. Barefooted. Yep. In, in the snow. There is yep. a hill in Seminole. There's one. So yeah, There's yeah. one hill. <laughs> hey, so like I, it's like it. I told one the other day. It, my phone actually did not accept text messages when I first got a cell phone. Yeah, mine too. I got looked at like I was a crazy person. I had an old flip phone with an antenna. More Dang more. right. <laughs> I was going to say that when you sneeze, your neighbor about five houses down would come out and go, hey, one of your kids got a cold. I heard him out there sneezing the other day. And you're like, I mean... You know, all the windows are open and uh, parents aren't home. It's summer. New Van, some Van Halen. New Van Halen album came out, man. That song right there. Turn up the old techniques and uh, <laughs> blow out the neighbors, man. Played a little Ozzy, too. Uh, back in the day. Yeah, man. A little Crazy in, Train. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, but that song's... I had to hear it for many, 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 many years that, in Tampa Stadium. Yeah, I was about so, to say, uh, that's a, a football special right there. <laughs> I The only time I've ever freaked out at the beginning of a game of the NFL was when I was down on the field and somebody upstairs actually played Let the Bodies Hit the Floor to go for kickoff. And I was, like, I was like, yes, we finally got rid of Crazy Train. <laughs> and then next week, it was back. I guess everybody was like, we don't know that song. You know, it's like Let we the will rock. The floor. It was like we will rock you before every NBA Best football game. song ever. Oh, that's kickoff. a great song. Best kickoff. football song ever. So anyway, we were talking a little bit of Lionfish before the break. <laughs> Here we go. And, really uh, and uh, we were talking about some of the numbers. And I think Vince hit it on the nail, uh, hit the nail on the head during the break. He's like, you know, the newness is worn off of it. So, um, you know, there's not as many people enthusiastic about it. And I said, well, you know. From the reports I've got, the recreational divers have got a pretty good, not a great handle, but it's like hog control. You know, they got a pretty good handle on anything. 
from 15 to 30 or 40 feet, you know, offshore in Pinellas County. But beyond that, you know, the more experienced divers and the people right. who, as I like to say, the Bill Hardman divers, you know, who go no well beyond, land. yeah, go well beyond 100 feet, go down almost 200 go, or even at go 200. Go swimming where there's stuff swimming that's way bigger than you are. I mean, yeah, they got, more, they got more tanks on them than, than body. You know, I mean, it's it's crazy. but And that's a tough swim. But they're... They're out there, and they're loaded. I mean, those reefs and all those things that are out there where Bill Hardman's getting those monster grouper and stuff right. offshore, you know, you're swatting away lionfish, and they're in almost total darkness down there, and, and they're huge. So, you know, the younger ones or whatever that are being taken recreationally in the shallower waters are, are pretty much being controlled. You're, just, you're, wiping out a, you're wiping out a point in the the family line and yeah it's like saying True. we killed all the hogs off of uh off of uh jonathan's property but there's still a cabillion among no, glenn's we property are, we, we killed all the hogs off we killed all the 100 to 150 pound hogs off of my property exactly but there's still the the big, piglets well, that if, are yeah. the state, if the state would make it easier to get a little bit more of a commercial license for because i looked into it we i had a guy that was ready to go out and go in with me and it was so hard to get the license and the hoops you have to jump through to get a commercial license to go get the yeah. fish to sell was unreal. You may, they need you, to lighten that up. If they want to get rid of the species, lighten that part up so more people can go out and commercial Well, you made a good these. point. It's like we were talking about, and like I said to Braden, when the three of us were sitting here talking about it during the break, like he said, Bill Hardman, those guys, this goes back to not only the lionfish, but the whole Goliath grouper <sighs> conversation and everything yeah. else. Why, and I know Bill George was here, and Bill George is probably listening, and we'll probably get a phone call after this is going to come out of my mouth in the 8 o'clock hour. Leave back But below. why weren't you there at the meetings? But, you know, why why is it that the boots on the ground, and to me personally, all these problems, the algae problem, why, 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 where's the boot, like the old saying goes from the military side, listen to the boots on the ground. The people that to. are actually there. and Well, I think that's uh, – you're getting a lot more captains, the captains for clean water and all that yeah. kind of stuff. They're voicing their opinions now. They're doing a great job down there. And yeah. they're spreading the word a lot more than, than they used to. But, you know, remember, that's what, it, that's what it took for the net ban and all the other happy stuff like that, too. It took years of, of, of things being taken before something actually happened. It doesn't happen overnight. No. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Until well, it, it affects so many people, then... Well, it's just like it's with the fish stuff. I mean, you see pictures, and that's my biggest thing, is social media. Oh, social media. You see ginormous. picture, you see... Every, I have people who told have looked at me and told me, they're like, well, I don't look at your page anymore. Why? Because you're always posting... Yeah, because I take it kind of as a task with doing this radio show and being a part of the outdoor industry. You have to, you that gotta be a I want to be a person who, when I put stuff out there, I'm going to take two seconds and research it and make sure it's not, you know, fake news to quote <laughs> the president. <laughs> right. And, you know, because unfortunately it, thus is the world we live in. I mean, people just blast stuff out there and there's no, you know, if you try to recourse, rebut, do whatever, it's like, oh, you know, it's already cat's already out of the bag. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I look at, it, I wish that Noah would hurry up and fast track, but it's a government agency and they're going to take forever. <laughs> but you know, I wish they would fast track that lionfish trap because that is an, an awesome thing that they've invented, you know, and it's so stupid. It needs it to get out there. It doesn't take bait. It doesn't take anything. It, all it takes is a, a piece of rope and a buoy. And if you, and you got a crab up, trap for lionfish, it, basically. And if you lightened up the commercial aspect of it, as Vince pointed out, you'd have more people out there. You created an industry that right. that any schmuck can get with a butt uh, and a boat can go out there and and do. I mean, I had five even restaurants. Even if it was a weekend guy that does it, and five restaurants go. lined up, ready. And we'll, we'll take every one you bring will, us. You, you you bring us the lionfish. We will cook them. And sure, they will. And you know what? Every every tourist. That comes right. down here, I guarantee you that it'll be the new hot thing. And it, have you eaten lionfish? Oh, have yes. You, it's amazing we fish. Had, they, we went to, uh, I took Lori to Guy Harvey a couple of years ago for our anniversary, and we got to try some, and it's like, It's an amazing wow. tasting fish. It's great. <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of, of Red Snapper. I mean, they're, they're a fish with, eater. With and that sweet lobster yeah. kind of. Mm -hmm. I had it both. I had it at the St. Pete Open when they cooked it one year. They were cooking them right there. They were cleaning them, doing them, grilling them, and it was awesome. 
And then I had him again uh, when David brought in, David Doble at Tampa Bay Brewing yeah, Company. that's right. He brought in a ton of them. That's right. I remember that. Uh, yeah. And we, we tried it there. Well, me, you, and Justin, Justin were yeah. there. And uh, he's like, we can't sell it. You know, but I, I'm a, you're a friend of mine, and we're cooking it for our friends. And have some. Uh, they got like a hundred or ninety or something like that. Have some queen. fish, but that's going to be a seventeen dollar beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but I mean, plus and tip, it, and it was delicious. It was it was Amazing very good fish. and cooked well. And I've eaten it raw. And it just it's about just, to say I've heard good. sushi. They it, said it, the oh sushi. Oh my god, it's, it's amazing awesome. raw. Where did you get that, Guy Hart? When I went down to Guy Harvey the last time. Me and I was talking to the guy filleting all the fish. Lionfish. Oh, no, dude, no, the guy I'm, that was filleting. You're making me hungry right now. I said, "Do you have have you eaten it raw yet?" He's like, "No, have you?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "Hold on." <laughs> Here you go. We both ate some lionfish right there. In the spot. Where's the Kiko man in the wasabi? It, it, I mean, with nothing on it, really good. Really, really, really good. Well, I, again, like I said, you know what? University of Florida, love them or hate them, you know, they, they go got, Gators. They got a great, they got a great marine biology lab up there, but. Usually, after years and years of study, they always come to the same conclusion. If you want to control them, eat them. Exactly. Green lip mussels, they used to be everywhere all over Tampa Bay. Not no more. Uh, the Chinese buffets pretty much wiped them out. <laughs> I mean, they're, it's hard to find them anymore. I mean, it really No more muscle for you. And, uh, <laughs> you, you know, for our. if they would, uh, I'm sure somebody somewhere yeah, down in Miami. Phone call for that. I'm sure somebody somewhere <laughs> down in Miami has got. Iguana tail on the menu. I guarantee oh, you somebody you does. Eat all food. You go home now. <laughs> and anyway, same thing with the lionfish, which we all have determined is a delicious product that would probably most likely be taken in by the locals and right. looked at as a delicacy for anybody who's visiting our fair land. They then, would come down here. They would oh, be, mahi would be a thing of the past. Wow, wow! Look You're at right. that mahi grouper. Everything else be a You're thing right. of the past. I mean, wow! Grouper look for at me, look I mean, at don't that. Get me wrong, I'll still eat grouper, but grouper for me is in the past. Well, look at that. One high school educated idiot, and two college educated guys sat here and in five minutes figured out a new industry <laughs> and a new delicacy for the state of. Imagine that sashimi, fried, whatever. Five man. minutes blackened. It's gonna, it's gonna put the hurricane right out of business, man. There'll be no more tourists going down there. Can I get that grouper sandwich? You know the one that's really made out of tilapia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow, just kidding. you thought our comments were bad? Yeah, holy no, I'm crap. just kidding. Right, we're the big wild outdoors. Uh, there goes that to, sponsorship check. We're about to hit by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. <laughs>